Hi, welcome to the Inspired Painter Podcast. My name is Jessica Libor, and I am a Philadelphia-based artist, curator, and art professor, as well as artist coach. In this podcast, I cover topics vital to the success of emerging and established artists, like inspiration, mindset, art business relationships, and artist career strategy. You'll also hear interviews from art world luminaries who share their wisdom. My goal for this podcast is for you to feel encouraged, inspired, and in control of your art career, and to help you become the best artist that you can be. Hello, my beautiful artist friends, and welcome back to the podcast. Today, I wanted to talk to you guys about how to prepare for your desires to come true in your art career and really prepare and um, be ready for all your dreams to come true. So, for instance, what are some of the things that you want the most in your art career? Maybe what comes to mind is a thriving art business, free time to create, support, and lots of opportunities of very high caliber. And what about even for your personal life? Maybe you envision a beautiful, airy space to live in, a stable yet exciting romantic relationship bathed in love, lots of travel to inspiring places across the globe, and feeling happy. At least that's things that I dream of. (laughs) So one thing that can stop these things from coming in is that you might not actually be expecting or preparing for those things to happen like you have trust that they will come to fruition. So based around your thoughts and current actions, are you preparing for the fulfillment of your desires? So if you don't have the expectation and also the aligned action, that leans towards your desires and believes that they are possible, then they will forever remain far away dreams. So um, in other words, I'm talking about like actually, well, the first step is believing that you can achieve your desires as an artist, um, that all of these things that you want to accomplish are very, very much able to be accomplished. And even the things that seem out of your control, like collectors buying your work, all of those things you're going to be able to make happen for you because of your own expectation. Um, Because a lot of times people live up to our expectations or live down to our expectations. So, So when you have the expectation that your work is worth purchasing and worth collecting, and you present it in a professional way, and you know you act like you're a professional artist, and you prepare to receive the money, then people are going to play that role, and um, your collectors are going to eagerly want to buy from you. Um, but you have to prepare for your desires to come true in a very um, practical way, as well as in an energetic way. So how can you get ready to receive the fulfillment of your artistic dreams and also personal dreams? So yeah, the first step is to believe that they're possible. You just got to truly believe it. 
Um, and you only have to believe it like 51%. Like, I feel like there's always some little doubt. Um, but, you know, if you can get to the place where you believe that they're possible more than you don't believe that they're possible, then that is, that's awesome. That's all you need. So half the battle is opening up your mind to the possibility that you too can have what you admire in others. No one is better than you. Um, In your art career, this may mean going to art museums and big galleries, and this is a really fun idea, and pretending it's you that's exhibiting there. So really imagine it. And this will tell your stubborn mind, yes, this is possible. And once you believe it's possible, then you're going to start taking the action to prepare you for this experience, like sending out proposals to museums and making work that is museum quality. If you want more art sales, how are you organizing your inventory and, uh, and you know, taking care of your money right now? How are you making sure that everything that you do is organized and Um, categorized and, you know, really, you know, documented. So taking pictures of your artwork, making it available for sale. Um, Everything that you do um, should align with the version of you that is making these big sales and is a full-time artist. So what do you think a full-time artist would be doing with their work? They would be, you know, treating it as their livelihood and treating it with reverence. So they would be documenting everything about everything they make. Um, They would, you know, be updating their collectors as soon as they finish something so that they can get it sold as soon as possible. So, um, So just think of all the different ways you as an artist might do things differently if you were in the position that you dream of being. Uh, so, so just look at your art career right now and think of all the different little ways. And some of them might be like really minute ways, but by changing them, you could trigger something in yourself that would like catapult you into a whole new level. For instance, one of my favorite little rituals is to just like light a little candle, um, before I start doing my computer work and like answering emails and stuff. And it just makes it a little bit more fun and it elevates the experience And it reminds me that like, even though maybe doing computer work is not like my most favorite thing, um, I still get to make it like this luxury experience and make it really intentional. And it reminds me that like all the relationships that I have with collectors, those are like sacred things and galleries and museums and anybody else that I'm interacting with, like those are all special. Each one matters. And each one is just like an instrument that makes up the symphony of your art career. So each one is really important. And one, if one of them is out of tune, then, you know, you're going to notice it and it's not going to sound as good as a whole and um, it's not going to work together as well. So just having that attitude that every little thing matters and even the smallest thing you can elevate and it's going to elevate the whole. Yeah. Yeah. So think about how to prepare for your desires to come true. Um, okay. So there was definitely a point in time where I was not doing this. I feel like I really am right now. Um, I'm, I'm doing as much as I physically can. <laughs> After my residency, 
something just something major really shifted during the residency and after I got back things have just been like exploding with growth like um I've sold like 12 paintings I'm hiring an intern she's starting on Monday so like uh in three days I'm really excited um and I'm getting all these opportunities coming to me and um I think it's because something really shifted in me during the residency and I I really believed that like oh, this next level version of me, she's like now. She's like, I'm going to be here now. Like there's no like in the future, like she is me now. And so like when I get up in the morning, um, I think of like, okay, so so if I am my ideal version that I've dreamed of being, you know, for my whole life as an artist, what would I be doing during the day? How would I be operating my art business? So thinking like, don't don't put it off until tomorrow. Like, even just try this as an experiment. Like, when you get up today or tomorrow, just think like, okay, I am that artist that I dream of being today. What am I doing? Just think of it as like you're playing an actress role and just do it for the day. And first of all, it's going to be fun. And second of all, you're going to just, you're going to see how differently you might do things on like a higher level. So, and you, you know the, you know all these answers anyway, like you're, you're a smart person and you have the intuition that's telling you, um, your brain is just kind of, um, maybe a little bit scared to go there because it's something you haven't done before. And our brains try to keep us safe. That's like why they're designed, you know, with fear, fear does have like a biological purpose and that is to keep us safe. Um, you know, if we're like out in the wild, um, and you know, we see like a bobcat or something. Fear is very visceral, and that is like a very um useful emotion sometimes. Um, or think about like if you grew up in like a tribe in the woods and like you guys went in like a square radius or something, uh, a circular radius. <laughs> I should know this. Um, and then one day you go outside of that radius and maybe you feel some fear and maybe that fear is warranted because maybe there's like another tribe that you're like encroaching on their land. But, um, so all that's to say like fear does have like a purpose, but in modern life, that fear can start to be translated in like, well, I can't reach this level because then something bad might happen in the same way that you wouldn't want to go outside of your land um, in your tribe because you feel like it's risky. Um, so, But there's no risk for you here as in like modern times except for being seen more, which is its own fear, but that's certainly not going to kill you. Um, and in fact, it will only improve your life. So, um, so just think about like, think about the next level that you want to get to try embodying who, who that person is today and look at your fear as kind of like your friend. Um, and then you'll be able to transcend it. So I had a fear of flying. Like I was scared of flying to my residency. I don't like long flights. I just don't like flying. I just think it's kind of unnatural. <laughs> um, but I overcame my fear of flying because my desire to get to somewhere new was way stronger and um and just think of like how many people you're going to inspire and 
uplift when you get to that next level of your art career. So yes. Um, yeah. So what other things in your life can you get ready practically um, as you get ready to receive your desires? How can you prepare? This invites your desire in because you become a welcoming and safe place for your desire to come in and to rest. So it's, it's very similar to money too. Like if you are very resistant to money and you have like a lot of, um, kind of, you you just have a lot of like issues around the idea of money and having money. Um, or if you, you don't know where your money goes, um, every month, it's going to be harder for money to come in regularly because it feels unsafe and, um, it feels unsafe for the people who might be buying from you because they sense that energy of like, um, you know, you not being on top of things. So that's, I think that's a big part of it is that when somebody senses that you, you're not on top of things and you don't feel professional, like in, in, in the arena of money, then people don't want to send their money that way because it feels unsafe. But when you are on top of your money, when you know exactly where your money is going, um, when you have clear goals and, you know, there's, there's no resistance to it and it's just kind of like a welcome mat open for money. There's like, it's like having, um, a guest bedroom and you're like, everything is ready. You know, I'm ready to welcome money into my home. Um, and when everything is like clear and open and you're receptive to it, then money's going to come in so much easier and people are going to sense that and want to give you their money because it feels really safe. So, um, the same goes for really your work, like um, working with galleries and museums and stuff like that, preparing for having like a gallery show or preparing for having a museum show. How can you prepare to have a museum show if that is your goal? Well, first of all, you need to make work that is, you know, on par with the quality of work that, you know, deserves to be in a museum. And that can mean anything because you've been to museums and you know that there are all different kinds of works in museums, but you need to believe that it is worthy of being in a museum. So making a body of work that is museum quality is preparing for that desire to come true. Because guess what? Once you believe that I have work that's like worthy of a museum and I physically have it, I'm ready. I could have a museum show tomorrow. Then the next time that kind of opportunity presents itself, you will be like the best candidate for that. Maybe you'll meet somebody randomly who works at a museum, or maybe you'll apply for museum shows and get selected. But that's a way to get ready for the fulfillment of your desires. And it's also like a trust thing too. Because like, let's say that you're making work for a museum and it's a lot of work. I mean, and you're making you're making artwork that's way bigger than you t- you normally do because you're thinking of like a museum scale and you're starting to have doubts like what am I going to do with all this work it's expensive to make this large work what if I don't get a museum show um you know you're kind of like going all in and trusting that this is going to happen for you um and 
yeah, it is a trust thing as well. Like trusting that if you prepare for it, it will come. And I've used this example before with um, my sister when she was like expecting her first child. Um, you know, she's pregnant. And, you know, if you've had a child, you you will know what I mean by this. So you have this like being inside of you for nine months. You don't know what it's going to be like. And you don't know who this little thing is that you are carrying. And, you know, there is an element of risk with like having children as well. Um, But, you know, I watched um, my sister prepare for it, you know, prepare this big room, you know, um, you know, little things with like the baby's name on it, like lots of little clothes and diapers and like literally everything was ready. And there was a part of me that was like, oh my gosh, isn't she like scared that like, what if it doesn't work out, you know? Um, Cause like there's some pregnancies that like don't work out. Um, but she like, she went all in and, um, and the baby came and he was fine. He was healthy. Now he's about to turn one and he's so adorable. Um, but yeah, it is kind of like that, like preparing for your desires to come true. Um, it really is like that. So there is some physical work involved in that you do have to like make the work in order to show the work. You do have to sometimes like send that email if you feel like that's really inspired and it's leading you in the direction of your desires. Um, You do have to be on top of your finances if you want more finances to come in. So these are all ways to prepare for the fulfillment of your desire. Um, But the first step definitely is trust, like leaning in and like trusting that your desires are possible and that they are definitely possible and that they're going to come true. Um, And a lot of people are scared to go all in on their desires. They are scared to go all in because either they've been disappointed before and it was painful for them or um, they just they don't want to get their hopes up. But the problem with this kind of thinking is that if you don't get your hopes up, it's like it's like almost guaranteed it won't happen because your energy doesn't match the energy that is needed to get to that level. Um, So if you don't think that it's possible for you to have a museum show, you are so much less likely to be creating like 10 huge scale works that like need to be in a museum, you know, Um, you're you're just not going to do that because you don't think it's possible. But if you do think it's possible, you are much more likely to take the steps that lead you to their fulfillment. Um, so, so yeah, how you can, um, how you can prepare for the fulfillment of your desires. I don't know exactly what your goal is. Everybody, you know, who's listening to this podcast is in a different place and has different goals, different styles of their artwork. But if you have like a big goal, um, maybe like write down like your top five goals, like in your, in your art career, what do you want to do? Maybe it's like get into an awesome residency, have a solo museum show, have a solo, um, gallery show, or maybe just like be in like a group gallery show that you really respect the gallery, something like that. Um, or maybe it's just like, you know, creating a body of work that you love. Um, Whatever it is, prepare for your desires to come true by taking those physical action steps. And when you take those physical action steps, 
it's going to solidify your belief even more because you're going to get excited. Like you're going to get those canvases in the mail and be like, these are going to go on a museum wall. That's so exciting. And then when you work on them in the studio, you're going to be like imagining them in like the Philadelphia Museum of Art or something like um, you could even like take a walk through your local museum and like imagine where you want your works to go and like use that as inspiration for when you go back to the studio and paint how exciting is that I just got chills um, so yeah it's very exciting and I can't wait to see what you guys do with this concept because it's a concept that I'm using right now and um, and it's really cool to kind of see a lot of things coming to fruition. Because as I said, after my residency, I was like, wait, like this was like such a major thing for me to happen, like the, the residency. And like I have so many more things on my list that I would like to do. Um, but But to accomplish and achieve like one major thing, it just showed me like anything is possible. And now I feel like the sky is the limit and the sky is the limit for you as well. So what are some practical things that you can do to prepare for the fulfillment of your artistic desires? You can send me a DM on Instagram or um, send me an email. I would love to hear or just like post in the Facebook group. Um, And yeah, I'd love to hear. And again, I just want to remind you, I have um, some open sessions for one-on-one coaching. So you guys know I have two ways to work with me right now. One is through like a la carte one-on-one sessions. So right now those are at 175 and, um, that's like, uh, that's like a 60 minute session and I help you strategize your career as an artist during those times. You can book as many as you want or just one. And then I also have my luminary artist Academy, which is a mammoth course that has everything that I know about being an artist, has tons of pre-recorded lessons, and then 240 workbook pages that has literally everything I know about like creating an art career and like making like a living off of it. And I've poured my heart and soul into it. So that is open for enrollment as well. That is a self-paced course, but it does include several coaching sessions. So um, if you have any questions about that, please message me. Um, and yeah, that's all I have for you guys today. Um, as far as my own practice, it has been absolutely crazy since I got back from my residency. It's been really, really busy. Um, I've just been like fulfilling orders and, um, preparing for my September 11th show, which is at the Tyler Arboretum. You're all invited. Um, and yeah, just trying to just trying to really finish up some pieces that I really want to finish in time for the show. So that's what I've been up to. And I hope you guys are having a wonderful day, wonderful weekend. Um, it's perfect weather here in Philadelphia this weekend. It's like 75 and sunny and like a light breeze. So I think I'm going to paint today, um, post this podcast and maybe some time to work in the garden because my garden is a jungle, literally like since I got back from my residency, I actually haven't worked on it and it really needs it. Um, I've just been so busy with like all the other stuff, um, like especially with the show coming up and a garden does take a lot of like energy and work to maintain. 
Um, but my vegetables are doing great. <laughs> this is the first year that I did a vegetable garden and um, they just like totally exploded. I, I, pl I planted like way too many vegetables. So they kind of took over like the entire back half of the yard. There's like squash and um, tomatoes and like lots of different veggies everywhere. Um, just very exciting, but I do need to um, get back there and uh, it just needs some pruning and trimming. Um, but yeah, I'm going to try to do some of that today as well as uh, work on a big painting that I'm working on. So thank you guys again for listening. I hope this was inspiring and encouraging to you. And um, yeah, I'll talk to you guys next time. Have a wonderful rest of your day. Thank you so much for listening to the Inspired Painter podcast. If you enjoyed this episode, I would so appreciate you leaving a five-star review with your experience. This helps other people discover the podcast who might be encouraged by it as well. And if you are interested in booking a coaching call with me to create a plan for your art career and overcome limits that may be holding you back, please visit the link in the show notes or send me a DM on Instagram at Jessica Libor Studio. I can't wait to hear from you. Until next time, stay inspired.